for joining us on a new episode of Improvisations on Growth with Medu Einsiedler, Business and Life Coach. My name is Adina Arhiri, Madhu's discussion companion, inviting you to reflect with us as we observe 100 days of COVID crisis, which has affected countries throughout the world. Why do we need to face death in order to embrace our true selves, to see more clearly, and to understand what matters? Could it be that the harsh reality brought by COVID has forced us to confront with the essence in a way that we can't look away? And what is the essence of our life? I invite you to listen and to construct your own conclusions. So, why do we need to face death and sufferance, so to speak, to, to understand certain things? Why do you feel we need to get to to experience these things so we can embrace who we really are because it's not like you were somewhere someone else before it was still you it's something that happens to all of us until we we face like the virus we we face this crisis we weren't necessarily talking about about the change, about what really matters, about our lives, about quality of life. Why can't we simply have these conversations without necessarily facing a harsh reality? I'm not sure if it's either or. Like 100 days ago, I wouldn't have said that I was not truthful or candid. But I think what what painful experiences do to us is they kind of peel layers of ideas away and of beliefs, like they peel beliefs away. And I could even tie it to the Black Lives Matters demonstrations and say COVID probably was like a magnifying glass catalyst that kind of brought to the surface everything, not everything, but a lot of the things that are wrong in our current system. And a a lot of the places where our system is broken and where certain people are paying the price for this broken system. Certain people are gaining because the system is broken in these places, but there are people who are paying the price. And I think what this crisis does, did or still does, is it confronts us with these realities in a way that we cannot look away. When life really confronts us with the essence, what is really important, what all this life is really about, then, then we cannot escape anymore. What is this life really about? One of your simple questions again. Well, on a general level, I would say to avoid pain and to feel loved and secure. I think it, it's it, at the end of the day, it's, I think it's really that basic and simple. And I think death 
and birth is confronting us with this simplicity that we all try to avoid pain. We all try to feel secure and loved. That's it. This is what we try to attain as long as we are here. And all the other stuff that we think is important, you know, the, the car and the house and the money and the status and the success, the career, and then all that stuff that is, it's like an ornament. It's nice, but it's, it's not what this thing is really about. You gave your example with your colleague. Do, we, do you think what you just said, even now it sounds too matriarchal, so to speak? Do you think we're seeing these changes? And do you think you feel like this, that it all comes down to feeling loved, secured? Do you think this is a woman thing? Oh, okay. What you just said, um, it sounds really loving, motherly. Do you, do you feel like it's, a, it's really because you're a woman and you're sensitive and you're loving? I, I almost want to throw up when I hear this because it's, it's Cause no. My, my, this is why I'm asking. My skepticism yeah. comes from I'm having a hard time believing that even after going through this crisis, a powerful business person, a CEO, would even remotely think of these things. I am having a hard time believing that. I mean, we talked about the need in Maslow. So I think it's, it's the basic need. So that, that, that has nothing to do with me being a woman. <laughs> that's, that's not actually... what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying because that's true. That's reality. I'm saying to recognize this, to recognize the changes. I, I feel like, are we doing these, are we seeing these better because we're women? Or do you think, ask your husband, does he feel the same about the, the virus experience? That Does he agree with you that it all comes down to this? Or he's really going back to his previous state of being, of being a man, being protective, don't be so sensitive. I'm not saying that's him. In a way, this is my fear, so to speak, because I, I feel like certain personalities, and especially like a male personality, is not going to recognize these changes as fast as a woman. So there are several things that are going through my mind. I'm just really learning about discrimination. And I'm learning that... I'm not able to see a lot of the discrimination that's going on because I'm white. I'm uh, really fortunate in, in, in my life. And, and this is something that, that I discovered that just from where I am and how I live my life, and we talked about this in the last podcast, my life experience is just totally different in I just don't see the discrimination that is part of a lot of people's daily life. This is what the, the COVID has, has done with me. Like I realized that my experience of COVID is just really, really different from a lot of other people's experience. And this is also what the racism debate has taught me, that 
I don't even know and realize a lot of the discrimination that is, as we said in the last, podca- in the last podcast, that is built in our system. Because I, I don't experience it, and, and so it's not there for me. And, and the other thought is, what does discrimination mean? And it means I discriminate between things. So I discriminate between an apple and a pear. And we are living in a dualistic world, day, night, rain, sun. So we are creating a discrimination. So per word, per definition, that's nothing bad because this is how we can perceive or how how we can make sense out of of our environment. I can differentiate the branches from the tree. But what we are doing is we're putting values and worth in the discrimination, in the difference that we are creating. And we forgot that to create a difference means to create an environment that I feel I can move around securely and make some sort of sense out of it. A child learns, this is a table, this is an apple, this is a dog. So we learn the discrimination. And yeah, we, we also learn the judgment, but we don't have to. And I think we as a society, we mixed up two things, like the discrimination in the way of that helps us to move around in our world and make sort of sense out of it. And then we put the layer of judgment on it, which is quite unnecessary, and especially how we are using the judgments. So if we would only discriminate based on gender or on skin color, that would simply mean, oh, wow, your skin has a lighter tone than mine does, period. Oh, wow, your biology is built that way and my biology is built another way. Oh, wow. But we, we are not stopping there. We are, we are building in judgments and, and all sorts, like we're building a whole universe of beliefs and values based on this discrimination. And this is what, what just really got to me. I'm, I'm like, what are we doing here? I mean, it, it, it's so... It just doesn't make so so much not sense. I, I know that's not in English, but it, it, it kind of should transport how how absurd I find this. Back to your question, if that's a female thing that we are able to, to see this, my reaction would be, I don't want this to be a female thing. Maybe our next step in evolution is that we realize, yeah, as in nature, there are like all sorts of different shapes and forms and colors out there, like in animals and plants or whatever. And, and we as humans are part of this nature. And so we come in all forms and shapes and colors. And, and that's it. And, and we all have a 
common need. And that is to avoid pain and to feel loved and secure and that it should not make a difference. I know I sound somewhat uh, desperate. I, I guess I'm desperate. It is because it's really difficult to articulate it. That's why. It's difficult to... Because in your mind is so clear, it's like trying to explain someone why you gotta breathe the air. It's like, what do you mean? You you don't even have to be aware of it. You're just breathing your air because you it's part of you. I'm thinking the same way a lot of times. I'm like, I stop and I'm like, how can you not see it? And then I realize, yes, some people, maybe they are not aware that they're breathing. You have listened to a new episode of Medu Einsiedler's Improvisations on Growth podcast series addressing the changes brought by COVID-19 and trying to look at the past 100 days of crisis. Perhaps COVID did what death and birth is doing, reminding us of the simplicity of life. On the background of the crisis in the U.S., recent riots have brought up the still existing issue of racism and discrimination in all forms. We hope that now you understand better the true meaning of discriminating, which merely means to differentiate without placing judgment. I invite you to share your thoughts and conclusions with Madhu directly by emailing her at madhu.einsiedler.at and to engage with her on our social media on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Don't stop growing, embrace change, and make sure you listen to our next episode.